Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. Hello, hello. Um, and we are very happy because it is our summer festival special and we have the fabulous Amanda with us, who is a mother of one, a DJ, a performer, and also a pregnant woman. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Thank of you. those facts, yeah. <laughs> which is your favourite fact? I like yourself. to be titled a pregnant woman. Yes, yes that's yeah. right. Amanda Getrup, pregnant woman. <laughs> She's got business cards that she hands out. That one now. It's nice. Lovely. Well, welcome, dear Amanda. Um, we're all very excited. It is summer. It's the season of festivals. Yes. Glastonbury has just occurred. And um, and you'll be DJing at a festival this year as a pregnant woman. I will. <laughs> Sorry, I will. I'll just keep saying that. I'm so excited. <laughs> Have you not met a pregnant woman? <laughs> you know how you've got two kids? Yeah. You know you used to be a pregnant woman for about 18 months in total. Just, it's not I, that much of a novelty. I did try to hide it. But... Um... <laughs> Yeah, so tell us about what, what gig will you be doing this summer? Well, I'll be DJing at Camp Festival mm-hmm. for the lovely Big Fish Little Fish. Oh, as previously heard on our Scummy Mummies podcast. Absolutely, yes. That's right. Is. If you go back through our archive, you can find the Big Fish Little Fish Fingers episode. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we had the lovely ladies and they run family raves, don't they? This is it. They run family raves from two to four in the afternoon all around London. And they've been asked to do their first festival, which is Camp Festival, mm-hmm. a family-oriented festival uh, down in Dorset. Well, we know it well, don't we, Helen? Yes, because... Yeah. Ellie and I will be performing at Camp Festival ah. too. That puts the dink in kawinky dink, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like we planned it that Absolutely. way. <laughs> so, yes. Is it the 31st of July it kicks off? Yeah, I that's yeah. right. And we're performing on the Friday. We don't know what time yet. Yeah. But we are very excited. I know, Likewise. I know. And so are the husbands because they've finally got something out of this deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're not just sitting at home uh, listening to us getting drunk anymore. They can come along. <laughs> and have a good yeah, time you with come us. along look after after some children when we're on stage and then Basically. sleep under material congratulations <laughs> we've made it at last yeah, that's the height oh, of it we're so pleased <laughs> um, so that's uh, very nice to have you as our guest now before we kick start the podcast I want to do a bit of a shout out to our international listeners we are listened to around the world Amanda right very exciting so I wanted to say should we do it should we do it a bit like you I'll shout out the country and then yeah. you say hello to the person okay ready like that? okay yeah yeah 
Singapore. <laughs> Hello, Anna. Thailand. Hello, Ingrid. Washington, D.C. That's not a country, it's a city, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Washington, America. <laughs> Hello, Ellen. Munich, Munchen. <laughs> Guten Tag, Henry. Henry's not a very Munchen name, is it? No, I think they might be expatriates who are living in this country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Again, Ingrid and Bangkok, they don't really, they don't normally go together. No, no, they do not. Anyway, oh. but um, yes, keep sending your hellos. We just thought we'd do a quick international shout out. We love you. And uh, So yeah, they're real people? Yeah, they, they are. You haven't been... just made it up? No. Oh, that's brilliant. Isn't it nice? Yeah. <laughs> Thank Pleasant you. Pleasant surprise. Thank that. you, real nice. people. Uh, yeah, we do love hearing for you. Um, especially we've had some very nice feedback on the sex episode. Mm. Uh, and one listener wrote to us saying, more filth, please. More filth? <laughs> Come on. It was pretty filthy. There I was heard buckets it. buckets and buckets <laughs> of filth. I was blushing editing the blooming thing. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think we can go more filthy. I think we'll actually be arrested if we if we go any more okay. filthy. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know how filthy we could go. Yeah. I don't know. I, I asked Regulus podcast guest Steve Hill if he'd listened to it and he just went, Disgusting. That was all he was trying to say. He did listen to it in the bath, apparently. So, well, there's a euphemism. Yeah, Yeah. who knows? Hello, Steve Hill in the bath. (laughs) Steve Hill! (laughs) Kenzel Rides! Yeah, lovely. Now, Amanda, tell us about your family and you. Well, uh, I live with my partner, Alex, Mm -hmm. and we have a two and a half year old called Arthur. Oh, cute. Yeah. And uh, we've got another one on the way. We have currently named number two. Yes, that's a good. That's a good number two. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Could have gone for three or four, but no. Keep it straightforward. Yeah. Well, my Spanish friend was a bit alarmed by that. She said, "Doesn't that mean poo?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a different context. <laughs> um, yeah. So when's number two due? Number two is due in October. Oh. Yes, yeah, so I'm halfway through. So what kind of music do you play? I sound so old. What kind of records do <laughs> you put on? What records? Have you got Shalimar? I what? do have Shalimar, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. My, have you got Le Mal, The Never Ending Story? <laughs> I know, but I wish I had. Oh, I was at a night where the DJ put that on and like, mixed it and it was amazing. The crowd went nuts. <laughs> they were all over 35, but they yeah. loved it. They loved it. Yeah, no, so what sort of musical <laughs> musical songs do you play at your discos, Amanda? Yeah. Well, it depends where. You see, I do a lot of private parties mm-hmm. uh, to women my age who are all, you know, around 40. Okay. So, Things like Shalimar and Lamar go down very well. Banana Rama? Yeah. Yes, indeed. But, you know, I have got into CDs and even MP3s. <laughs> Look at you. What's an MP3? Wow. <laughs> no, it's for the technical amongst us. And, um, yeah, so and I also play a lot of dance music and a lot of sort of alternative uh, indie punk type stuff and mm-hmm. anything, really. Anything that gets the party started. Nice. So you're one of those DJs who, because what I hate is when you're at a night or a party or whatever, and the DJ is clearly, they're just playing whatever they think oh, no. is cool and they, it doesn't matter if nobody's dancing if everybody's standing yeah. around going oh haven't you got any steps you know they just <laughs> press on with the hardcore bedroom drum and DJs yeah and there's bedroom DJs because they okay. should just be doing it on their own in their mm. bedrooms that's oh, a good yeah. DJing that is yeah but yeah often and staying away from society <laughs> yeah I like a DJ who reads the crowd and mm. plays what they want within reason you yeah. know plays what they want but also broadens their horizons Ooh. and you go actually I'm feeling like it's a B-52 love shack moment right yeah, now yeah exactly <laughs> in it goes <laughs> <laughs> 
they are so drunk, this is going to make yeah. them Yeah, and then melt. before they know it, you play yeah. something really cool that they yeah. didn't know they were going to like. You know, that's the kind of DJ I like. Oh, fantastic. So how did you get into it in the first place? Well, uh, you know, my first DJ gig was probably at my primary school when I was 10. You do. That's so <laughs> With cool. my 7-inch singles. Can you remember the first record you ever owned? Too Many Broken Hearts by Jason Donovan. Oh, <laughs> I was so cool. You that can see, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I had older brothers and sisters because I'm, I'm the fourth out of five kids, but my brothers are like eight, 11 and 14 years older than me. So I listened to like The Cure and The Smiths and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So and used to watch this program called Countdown, which was, a, I think you're like top of the pops. Yeah. So I sort of felt like I was pretty cool and sophisticated. Like I was, I was listening to the good stuff. Oh yeah, stuff. Countdown is considered very cool in this <laughs> Telling people that you watched a lot of Countdown as a teenager, and people think you're really cool. Yeah, on do a that, Sunday do night. That. Yeah, yeah. I was so with it. Yeah. I had. Um, I remember my dad buying me Karma Chameleon by oh, Culture wow. Club, the twelve-inch. That no was way. Uh, that was very exciting. But I think the first one I bought with my own money was the Chicken Song by Spitting Image. Oh yeah, <laughs> which I, at the age of whatever it was, eight, thought was the funniest thing oh, I I, that had ever happened <laughs> in the history of the world. I, and to this day, actually, it's, yeah. it's, it's quite still got funny. some cracking lines. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. I, tr- I tried to show it to Charlie the other day, but he was just a bit like, "What? He's what? not ready. He's <laughs> not too young. He's too young. He's no. not ready for Gorbachev parodies. <laughs> <laughs> He's not quite there. Yet. He loves uh, right said Fred." Though, the Bernard Cribbins oh right, yes up, pop Charlie have well, a I had, tea. I had the best of Bernard Cribbins that was one of my first there's albums there's a best was... of Bernard Cribbins oh yeah <laughs> and wow. it's got a picture of him in long johns and hobnail boots oh. in a comedy style with one knee aloft <laughs> oh. it, it belonged to my gran and you know when you have like two albums and they last you about six years when you're a yeah. kid yeah yeah it was um, the greatest hits of ABBA and Bernard Cribbins oh, oh Abba. wow that's what I grew up on so you can see I've got a great musical pedigree <laughs> Uh, now, do you have any favourite DJ moments that you've had throughout your illustrious illustrious career? <laughs> yes. Um, well, uh, I've DJed at Bestival a few yeah. times because I've run a, a tent there called the Knees Up Tent. Oh, cool! <coughs> and uh, I was playing my seven-inch singles mm-hmm. during the day and um, put on Five Star Systematic. Oh, mm-hmm. classic! Love As that. you do, I loved them. They never were one can of my get favorite. enough. Literally, <laughs> literally, never can get enough. They were one of my favorite bands as a kid, and um, and you know, in best of all, they have a dressing up theme. Oh yeah! So it was pop stars and rock stars, and there was hardly anybody in the tent. It was during the day, about two o'clock. Put on Systematic. Five people dressed as Five Star <gasps> came running Go down the field. <laughs> Running in no. to the tent and dance, and they couldn't believe they were hearing no. Five Star at festival. This and really then it cool turned out it actually was Five yeah. Star. <laughs> they spent the last of the money they managed to recoup from the court case against their parents on going to camp festival. I haven't really had a horror story, but I have had a horror story involving a DJ. Okay, so when I was in my twenties, I worked for Mushroom Records. <gasps> Thought you'd like this, Helen. Oh, my God. Who were, it was originally an Australian record label. Yes, they were, yes. Responsible for the theme tune to Neighbours. Of course. Yeah. Jason Donovan, Kylie, 
and indeed Peter Andre. I'm cleansing my velvet. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did they also have Stefan Dennis and Craig McLaughlin? Probably. Oh my God. Right. Then He's it born was on the same day as me, Stefan Dennis. It's <laughs> <laughs> the fun fact of the year. It's the least <laughs> fun fact anyone's ever said. Paul, Paul this from Paul. Yeah, La- we'll share the fame. Yes, yes. Not even the same year, though, just the same date. <laughs> That's good enough. Yes. I'm born on the same day as Don Johnson. I don't care. <laughs> was bought out by an English company and yeah. then made a bit credible and okay. indie. And um, under the umbrella, we had Perfecto Records, which mm-hmm. was Paul Oakenfold's label. But he lived in LA and I never saw him. Mm-hmm. And then one day, I was a receptionist and um, the door went really late and it was all locked and I thought, oh, who's that? Just about to go home. And I went out and looked through the little window and there was this tiny boy um, in a cap and I thought oh no it's one of those blaggers we've got a lot of boys coming in with um, demos you know oh yeah of course and he was really getting a bit irate and I, I let him in and he was like uh, it's Paul I was like well who do you want to see he was like no I work here it's Paul my label's here I was like alright oh, okay you're Paul Oakenfold <laughs> Was quite and funny. you are. <laughs> and you are. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, a legendary pioneer of house music. <laughs> wow. Um, do you? What do you do? Do you, do you take requests if people ask you for certain requests? Yeah. Because I always, I if if like I was saying earlier, if a DJ is really annoying me and I think it's being really pretentious and and not really used to the crowd, I like to go up to them and ask if they've got any Venga Boys records, <laughs> <laughs> just so they have to turn me away. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if I have it, I would play it. Would you? Yeah. Have you got any Venga Boys records? No. <laughs> Call yourself a DJ. <laughs> And I'm quite Come proud on. to say that I, I was asked for One Direction at the Big Fish Little Fish <gasps> party that I last played at. Had to disappoint the girl. Oh, you haven't got any One Direction? Didn't no One Day. Oh, nice. Well, we play credible music and it's mainly uh, for the parents. Incredible <laughs> music. I think you'll find. So you've done lots of different festivals. So you've done Festival. Yes. Camp Festival. Yes. Have you done Glasto? No. Have you got a favourite... Uh, festival moment for yourself is it was there a moment where like mm. the sun was setting and like uh. billy ocean was singing <laughs> <laughs> something like that he's never played that's, it that's, that's, that does sound like an erotic dream i once had <laughs> uh, got into his car <laughs> good uh well i think i think glastonbury is a very special festival mm. and it was the first one i went to actually yeah when i was 17 made a made a bit of an impression on me i bet yeah. and i you know i just went between the main stage and the marketplace and thought that was it (laughs) and then on the very last night wandering around with my pint of cider a little bit out of my head and um and just carried on wandering on my own and found the rest of the festival (laughs) all the hippies and all the men in tutus dancing in the middle of the morning you know oh wow and my eyes were opened yeah that was it yeah i just fell in love with festivals you were a new amanda you were born 
was an epiphany. That's See, cool. I feel like I had like a one night stand with festivals, and then it yeah. put me off festivals forever. Like I don't, I've not really you had... met the wrong man. Did well, you? I think your wow. first one has to be a sunny, glorious one for mm. you to love festivals. Yeah, I get. Well, I went to Glastonbury in I think two thousand and three, and it was sunny, but it was like it was like there was a billion people there, and it was just like maybe it was too hot. It was too hot. That's what it was. But yeah, and it was just it took ages to get anywhere, and everything was really expensive, and everything was noisy, and the highlight of the whole weekend for me was seeing Jimmy Cliff followed by the Sugar Babes <laughs> that was about the level of excitement and then after that, I went to a festival in Dublin and we turned up about three in the afternoon on the Saturday and everyone was absolutely off their nuts like and fighting like yeah. it was just like a massive like mud wrestling match people were like had no clothes on just fighting and shagging in all the ditches and throwing up it was like one of those old etchings of Gin Alley it was just awful <laughs> so it's like really, Reading Festival yeah. Yeah. I remember like staying awake all night just listening like having tried to go to bed and just listening to this man wandering through the campsite going has anyone got any ketamine? Has anyone got any ketamine? And just thinking, why? Why aren't I at Centre Park? Why am I here? Ah, oh, and I so, yeah. So I'm really pleased, Helen, that we've signed up to go to festivals this summer. I don't cannot cancel wait. Us. If you're listening, Cat Festival, please don't cancel us. Don't cancel us. I'll bring yeah. some sticky tape for her face and she can just be miserable by herself. Um, do you like a festival then, I Helen? I do, I do. I think because I grew up in Australia and like Glastonbury, was always on the news every year as this mystical, amazing kind of thing. And then when I moved to the UK eight years ago, that was one You realised there was just a load of hippies getting stoned in the field in front of R.E.M. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, went, I went in 2007 and one of the best moments I had was we just stumbled across a little stage right up the top of the hill and we were just sitting on some hay bales and there was a little stage and they said, oh... The person who was meant to be on has cancelled, but we've got a special guest. And Lily Allen came out and did five songs. Oh, excellent. And and it was like, she was just, I was like, you know, literally could touch her feet sort of thing. She smoked a cigarette, sang Heart of Glass and a few other favourite songs. And, you know, the sun was shining and I was sitting next to my, my man. And it was like, Aww. oh, that was nice. Yeah, that was really, really nice. And then, and then it got really wet and muddy and we had a fight. <laughs> <laughs> There we are. <laughs> no, just, just, we are. just had a row. Uh, <laughs> I think we <laughs> proved my So points. it's, you know, yin and yang. <laughs> Hot and cold. Good and crap. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but I do love a festival. I think that there, there is, the highs are worth, definitely worth the lows. Yes. So to speak. Yeah. You know, lying on a... Uh, on an inflatable bed that has deflated in the night. This is someone urinating outside your tent. <laughs> I, I must admit, though, that one of the things that astonished me when I was at Glastonbury was I was watching Björk, you know, being blown away by this amazing woman. And I turned around and there was a ring of men standing facing each other all pissing at the same time oh nice. piss ring. yeah like a piss ring like and uh. and it was like you know like in that in in ghostbusters where it says don't cross the streams it was like that kind of thing. it was just all these willies and piss i was like this, that's, this is, that's this what is i gross. mean i feel yeah. like there's this thing about festivals where the, it, there is a sort of lawlessness to yeah them. yeah and i know some people like that but i don't I, maybe i'm just too uptight i don't know i just find yes. it a bit bar- barbaric like, yeah everyone goes a bit nuts it's where middle class people can let go yeah yeah, yeah. that's right 
I can't cope with that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest and say I can't cope with people calling it Glasto, even though you both hate. If you cannot do that for the rest of the podcast, I prefer I that. I believe I called it Glasto. You I said Glasto. You <gasps> did say Glasto. Oh my goodness! I can't. Me out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, like it's a best friend. <laughs> and we made Glasgow. Yeah. The velvet jester hats. That oh, makes no. me want to set fire the to crazy something. crazy hats. Can't bear it. No. Can't Especially the ones it. with fake dreads coming oh, as well. Oh, oh, dreads. That's it. I've got a real problem with dreads on white people generally. So, like, going to a festival for me is just like, a, it's almost like a phobia. I can't bear it. I can't, I can't bear wait it. to share a tent with you. It's going to be the rest of the like, days of your I life. I hate this. I hate this. Yeah. And I, I hate this thing. I, I told you I was going to hate this. The yeah. top and ten I do. keeps changing throughout the weekend. Can I get a tub of hummus for under eight pounds? Can I heck? That's so gonna be like. The whole tent will be lined with like wet wipes and you'll just be yeah. like going, I just want to wipe this muck That's off it. me. That's it. <laughs> I don't mind no, I don't mind camping. I am alright because I, I did a lot of okay. camping. I was a little craft growing up and I don't mind I don't mind camping, but I mind camping with a million other people who are half of whom are trying to sell me an artisanal baguette. <laughs> That drives me up the wall. But so. I, I always like it because your your dad was at Glastonbury or Glasto <laughs> hold the vomit. Um but you you he's got some legendary stories of he was a stand up comedian, played at Glasto, didn't he? Yeah, I do, yeah, he did a lot of um festivals, uh, I think, and he did a lot of minor strike benefits and things like that. And yeah, so he had this so when we went to Glastonbury, we took my dad's proper old tent from like the eighties, <laughs> which is amazing. It was bright um orange and lime green and had like two rooms and it had these little windows with like these little orange and brown flowery curtains it's amazing and I was like oh dad this is really cool you know it's like it's like you know you're passing down your 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 it's my inheritance it's great and he went yeah yeah Ben Elton once pissed outside the front of that tent (laughs) (laughs) that's nice nice. hello Ben Elton if you're listening yeah so what kind of music are you gonna be playing at camp festival well, more on the kind of dance tip, mm. because that's what we do, two to four hour party people. Mm-hmm. So I'm playing, I think, on the Friday or the Saturday, but sometime between two and four. And yeah, a bit of a mix of old and new dancey party stuff. Maybe some raga. Do you like raga? Maybe some raga. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with raga. Can oh, you I give me a little tune? Raga. I, see, I thought you get it because Spinal Tap is uh, one of our favourite films. Do you remember oh, yeah. when they're talking about raga? I'm, I know we need to They're go standing back. at Elvis's grave and they okay. start going on about raga. <laughs> <laughs> and it just makes me, it makes me unwell with laughing. I love it so much. We'll have to watch it again. Oh, we'll have God. to watch it before we go. Yes, yes, that's it. <laughs> well, if you turn up, I will play raga. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, as, as two people who do quite like festivals, uh, mm. come on, give me some tips. What 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 am I doing wrong? What should I do so that I can I can enjoy them properly? <laughs> Have an enema. Where <laughs> <laughs> you go? No, I think yeah, I think you have to. You do have to escape. You you know what what you would expect at home. I think that's a yeah. thing. It's not going to be clean. It's not going to be. But enjoy the the magic of it and the, the haphazardness of it. Yeah, yeah. Be yeah. open to chatting to weird people oh, in God. the line for the falafels. <laughs> cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. (laughs) (laughs) Helen, have you been to a festival with young children before? Yeah, I've been once. I went to Latitude last year with my family and we had a really good time. It was really nice. And I I love the fact that I could take them to bands that I liked. And also there was like classical ballet. There was uh, like kids... uh, performance art all sorts of things and that was really good yeah and we were in the family section so everyone else had kids around us and we were all getting up at 8 a.m and running off to find out to go do sticker art in a tent and things like that and that was fun it just felt like kids time 24 hours a day like and there were no sort of rules or anything like that um so yeah it was fabulous i would recommend it highly so i can't wait to go back again really and they give you they give you tags for the kids oh yeah and what they said what was the tip is don't write the kid's name oh no write your name or 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 just put your phone number everybody there is going to also be a parent (laughs) yeah i think so (laughs) can you write someone else's name (laughs) i like the idea of charlie go around a festival as michael kane (laughs) just really confusing other children just be weird one thing I'm really nervous about Camp Festival is, though, is Mr. Tumble is going, right? Oh, my God. And uh, my son... he's quite nice, Ellie. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm sure he's a lovely man. Um, but, yeah, but Charlie hates Mr. Tumble. Charlie will oh, not have it on oh. the TV. If, if, if it comes on, it can't bear it, runs out of the room. Mm. Turn it off, turn it off, don't like it. <laughs> so I'm terrified that Charlie's going to run into Mr. Tumble. And it will wow. be, for him, it'll be like meeting the child catcher. <laughs> it'll be awful. <laughs> Yeah, I've been to Cat Festival once before as a performer and was camping in the artist's field, which was next to the main stage. And without children, we were going to bed quite late and, yeah. you know, hoping to get up a bit late. But we got woken up to the first act of the day, which was Mr. Tumble. Oh, God. And we could hear him and we could hear the screams <laughs> of a million toddlers. And it, I didn't even of know horror? who he was. <laughs> years ago, before I had a kid. And no, no script like Beatlemania. Wow. Just, it was hysteria. Tumblemania. Tumblemania. <laughs> oh wow! Well, Arthur's just gone into Tumble Mr. Tumbleweed. <laughs> Arthur's just gone into Mr. Tumble, and when we were on holiday recently, he uh, he just randomly came up to us in a park and just went, "I wonder what Mr. Tumble's doing today," <laughs> and then ran off. Making yet another television program. I'd oh. imagine he's never off the bloody thing. <laughs> Walter anyway. will tumble, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but have you got a, a list of what to bring and what not to bring? What are your top sort of... Do you just want my packing list? Yes, yeah. please. <laughs> if you could. And your capsule wardrobe. Always wellies. Yeah. Mm. And, and a hat. Mm-hmm. Because even when it's cloudy, you're out all day mm. and you're going to get the sun on your head. Okay. Wellies, hat. She's Australian. Do. She knows about that. They've yeah. got their ozone layer left. Really. No. <laughs> yeah. Wet wipes. Wet wipes. Because sometimes you can't be bothered to queue for two Mm. hours for a shower. Warm clothes for the evening. Yeah. Because it gets a bit cold in an English field. Would would you... Wool is good. Oh. It works for sheep. 
Oh, they, they hang out in fields quite a lot. Not the bowler actually say, "I've only got cashmere." <laughs> <laughs> bring, bring your second cashmere. You're not, okay. you're not your best. Just the Uniqlo cashmere. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, and and wraps. I, I would highly Ooh. recommend wraps because you can do a savoury or a sweet. Sweet. Is that the word? You're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> Many thank yous, Ellie. <laughs> Unchaos. <laughs> Unsavory. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I do like an unsavory rap. <laughs> you get them at Tyrac. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so, so a wrap and a jar of Nutella because that oh. is breakfast, lunch, dinner, and <laughs> you just live on that. Yes, and it wraps also very handy if you run out of toilet paper. Yeah, very there true. Highly absorbent, <laughs> covers all the bases, so yeah. to speak. <laughs> it gets reconstituted into a roll. Yeah, <laughs> very nice. Once on my way to Glastonbury, actually, we got we had a car accident and the car got written off the road. Yikes! And uh, we were close to Glastonbury. We just mm. came off the motorway and we hitched a lift with these scousers. Yeah, and they were like scouse drug dealers. But they had with them, their luggage was a bin bag full of Mr. Kipling's out-of-date cake. (laughs) (laughs) And and loads of drugs in their pants. And that was what they were going to survive on for the whole weekend. It's like Bear Grylls crusties. The crusty Bear Grylls. They were not crusties. So your your son's now two and a half. Yes. So he does he know you're a DJ? Has he been to your gigs? He has been to my, a couple of my gigs. <laughs> yeah. In fact, he loves uh, Happy. That's his new pop song. Oh that he loves. wow, the and Pharrell great song. <laughs> happy love if you feel like happiness is the truth. <laughs> and the other day we were playing it for him before he went to bed and then he just wanted it over and over again and mm. we said no 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 it's bedtime now Arthur and he was like happiness is the truth <laughs> happiness is the truth <laughs> and he was just <laughs> being led up the stairs oh, screaming in this higher and higher pitched voice going happiness is the truth <laughs> yeah. was, oh dear well I think we've cracked the nut of festivals Ellie I and think Amanda. we have yeah and uh, and so do come and see us. Absolutely. Even if it is just to point and laugh at Ellie having a nervous breakdown. Yes. <laughs> Please come and see us and bring us like a fan, a full poster bed. Like your rider. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if all our fans would just bring one part of a bed, then we could make a nice, comfortable bed. And if yeah. all our fans brought us one part of a bed, we'd have like half a headboard. <laughs> that's, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Not including our children. A slat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the headboard and a slat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, let's move on to our next section, which is to we or not to we? That is the question. Uh, Now, the the first item on the agenda we've got here that you've done here is Festival Lose, capital letters, let's discuss. That's right. (laughs) Because, you know, obviously festivals are all about the music, but... The lasting memories or the lasting smell memories. Oh, is yeah. That, is, that, is that a thing? Smell memories? Memories. Smell memories. Yeah, like <laughs> an aromatic, you know, uh, memory um, is the lose. And, oh, yeah. And that was that was the biggest shock, I think, when I first went to a festival. Like, and you camp too close because oh, you don't know. Whew, you camp oh, too close. Oh, to why the is there this vacant bit of grass near that? Yeah. And then you get the trucks late at night. Going, oh, yeah. And then just the sound of pumping sh- I say pit. again, you don't get that at Centre Park. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't. 
awesome. It's not like that at all. Why are they so disgusting? That's what I don't really understand. It is the 21st century. <laughs> Have we not worked out portable sanitation? I don't no, really get it. They're no. just too many people. Like you say, billions of people. Yeah. Have either of you ever used... A, a, what is it? Is it a she-we they're called? A she-pee. I think it's a she-pee. Oh, I thought it was a she-wee. Oh, is it a she-wee? Oh, okay. I've never used one. A she-wee. Oh, look, see, I tried. But yeah. Okay, so a she-wee is, is basically a cardboard cone and they have a trough, which ladies... I just well, ladies, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a strong word. So, so you you've, you've essentially got a cubicle and then a trough of wee that all kind of goes down to one end, and then they give you a cardboard cone, <laughs> and you're meant to like pull your trousers down right to the floor and like squat and then hold that in front of you. <laughs> you fashion your own peignoir. Yes, basically, basically. basically. <laughs> but I, again. You know, even though my pelvic floor is not the best, I clenched. I could not release. And I had Matilda with me. I was like, oh, I'm being really relaxed. And she's like, mommy, 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 mommy. And I just, it was just humiliating and I couldn't do it. And, and then I, I had about the dry, drier viewing. Yeah. I just remembered a, a friend of ours. I don't think it was at a festival I was at, but a friend of ours, uh, Pete went to a festival with him. And he couldn't face the toilets. He, yeah. he was like, this is just awful. So he just got a carrier bag, laid it out in his tent. And just squatted over it and curled one out in his tent. <laughs> Not even in the porch. Uh, no, he no like in the Central in the thing. Yeah. yeah, and then and then he just opened both ends of the tent to like air it out and went and disposed of it. And I was horrified by this. I was like, that's just disgusting. And Pete was like, what are you talking about? I think that's a really good idea. Matilda was on the toilet the other day doing a poo, and in the middle of it, she said, "What was the name of the lion from the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe?" <laughs> and I said, "Aslan." Yes. And I went, oh my God, our worlds have finally collided yeah. because Ellie has a special term for going to do a poo in her house. Yeah, oh. if, if me or Pete uh, need to go do a poo, we say, right, I'm going upstairs. Aslan is on the move. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what I was trying to do. I can't remember where it came from. So we said that. And now it's like developed into a whole thing. So then we'll come back and the other person will say, how was it? And we'll say, the battle is over, but the war is not yet won. <laughs> Like it just gets weirder and weirder. Because I've started, I've started reading the line, "The Witch of the Wardrobe," and I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> your euphemism for taking a dump is that's it. The saviour lion. lion, Aslan on the moon. In our bathroom, it's always winter, but never Christmas. It really is. So, what's the weirdest place you've ever done a wee? Mm. Mm. on another human being (laughs) no I've never done that (laughs) weirdest place I don't know there's been so many wees in my life (laughs) you know I've I've done a few behind cars in streets you Mm. know I feel like my dad, though, has beaten us all forever because, as I think I mentioned before, about four years ago, I did the coast-to-coast walk with my dad, which is where you walk right across the width of Britain. It's like about 200 miles, takes about two weeks. Um, and my dad, you know, he's an older gentleman. He's older, mm. si- over 65. His prostrate probably isn't what it once was. <laughs> and basically, he weed his way across the width of Britain. <laughs> he had to have him? a wee just like every... It felt like every 30 steps. Like, it was ridiculous. It was just- did he, does he need to take his shirt off and wait four minutes? No, he would, he, I didn't. I think Donald Trump even put his trousers down. It was, it was remarkably quick. No, he would just he would just say, you carry on, I'll catch you up. And I would just go, oh, God. And just look very determinedly straight ahead while I sort of marched up the hill.
hill or whatever and he well he did yet another wee halfway up Helvellyn or wherever the hell it was <laughs> we once we once left a pub after to be fair a few pints and I swear I swear to god we'd been walking I think nine steps when he said I'll just have a pee on this tree <laughs> oh my god it's like taking an old dog for a walk <laughs> <laughs> Just this lamppost, just yeah. this tree, just this car wheel, just this corner. That, maybe that's what it was. My dad was trying to mark his territory across Britain, leave a little scent done it. in case we got lost. Yeah, like, like how mountain like... rescue can find us. <laughs> oh, bless oh, it. So, yeah. My mum is constantly telling my dad off for weighing in public. Like, he just, I think at the air it's an old man thing, and that, or oh, she'll just catch him in the garden. Oh, like, oh nice. get away from the lemon tree, Tim. <laughs> oh, my dad. So my parents have got a compost heap, right? And, like they're quite <laughs> Where into is it. This you're meant going? to wee on it. You're meant to wee on it. But my father, he can't just go and wee on the compost heap. Oh no, because that would be too normal. <laughs> what my father does is he collects the big empty plastic milk flagons <laughs> and he wees in the milk flagon. Yeah, and uh, then he and like he so, so he stores it, it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when people come round to the house, like for example, perhaps a new boyfriend, someone you're actually <laughs> going to end up marrying in a few years' time, he likes to put out the flagon of wee and go, "Look at this, guys! Now don't drink this." Like it's a funny joke. Oh, and what's he keeping it for? Uh, just to annoy me. Just to annoy and embarrass his children. But does he eventually put it on the He comp- eventually puts oh, it on the okay. compost But in the morning, he can't be bothered to go out to the compost heap, so he does it in the milk thing, and then, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you've got to get rid of the compost heap. Yeah. <laughs> it's just attracting your urinating father. Cool. Oh, very good. Oh, well, I think we've cracked the nut of we, have we? I think we probably have, yeah. I think we've done we chat. Okay, so this section I'm going to call the DJ name game because... Oh, I feel like we should have a theme tune. Come on, surely you've got some sort of <laughs> DJ theme tune. Yo, DJ, spin that name. <laughs> Is that all right? That's shit. Infectious. Oh, brilliant. Okay. <laughs> why am I being paid money for this job? I don't like know an Australian why. Tim Westwood. <laughs> it's wonderful. So, because Amanda, you don't have a, like a DJ name. No, I don't. I've been on the internet and you can go on this website to get a DJ name generated for you. So all okay. we have to do is, um, this is on the Rum and Monkey website. All right. So I'm just going to type in Amanda Getrap with two T's. That's it. Right. Okay, and I like it says on the button here, it says, spin that shit. <laughs> uh, so here we go. Amanda Getrap, your DJ name is DJ Ghetto Booty. Whoa. Oh, wow. I like that. Nice. That's so you, actually. Oh, it's got me all over it. As a Ghetto. middle-aged white woman from Sydenham, that's very... <laughs> Ghetto Booty. very you. All right, I'm going to put my name in now, Ellie. When I DJ, my name will be... ba 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 DJ Thunder Bunny. <laughs> It's like a porn name. Yeah, it is a bit. Okay, Ellie Gibson, DJ Subsonic. (laughs) Subsonic. That's a good one. It's quite 90s. It's quite 90s. Subsonic. So now we've got our DJ names. I'm DJ Subsonic. I'm DJ Thunderbunny. And of course, I'm DJ Ghetto Booty. Brilliant. So now we're, we're proper DJs. I thought we could have like a DJ rap battle. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Amanda, you're like an actual DJ. Can you give us like a beatbox, like a sort of bass line? Oh, so are we doing word rapping? Or just... What other kind of rapping? We're not rapping <laughs> presents. <laughs> I would take, I've got to take my, my middle class beads off for this. Oh, really? <laughs> sure. I need to take my watch off then. All right. Let's let's. Wow. Go. Can take my dress off. Let's do this. I'm very excited. I've never done a rap battle. Before. No, I've never beatboxed before. So let's give that a go. <laughs> okay. 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 
DJ Ghetto Booty. Take it away. <laughs> Your name is Helen and you like to rap. But I've got a feeling it's going to be crap. Hit me with your words as hard as you can. And then afterwards we can have some wine and a lie down. So hey there, Ellie. It's me, Helen DJ. I'm here to entertain you. I've got hummus and tamala salata. I also drink wine too. Yay! DJ Ghetto Booty, would you like to would you like to do a verse? No. <laughs> yes. oh, darling. Oh. All right, who's the winner? Uh, I think you won that one. Ellie. Oh, DJ Even Subsonic. Bring <laughs> it home. Bring it home. Yeah. Please don't cancel us from, from the festival campus. <laughs> Please. We won't be doing that. We promise never to rap again. I will never beat folks. Oh. oh well yeah thanks sorry about that everyone and <laughs> as I say we're never going to do that again so don't worry don't worry it's fine that's the well worst worth thing it, though, really. I think I've ever been involved with <laughs> shall we get to scummy mummy confessions please Ellie? please All let's right. do it so yes it is time for the scummy mummy confessions and we've got a lovely listener confession this week from Victoria Cromwell hello Victoria hello, hello. do we know where she's from she's from sunny Bedford so Victoria says when we were on holiday this year, we went to a water park for the day. One of the attractions at the water park was a wave pool, but you could only go in it in rubber rings, the ones you sit with handles in on the side. Both our kids were too small to go in their own ring, so I had to go squashed inside the ring with one of us. It wasn't until the end of the waves when we all got out that James realised Emmy had done a massive poo in her swim, nacky, swim nappy, <laughs> and the combination of being squashed together and the water meant that it was splattered all over his chest. <laughs> Nice. Wait, wait. <laughs> and where he was holding her, liquid poo was running down his arm and dripping on the floor. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Theo improved the whole situation by shouting at the top of his voice, Yuck! Poo juice! <laughs> <laughs> and the change bag with the wipes in it was in a locker about 100 metres away, so there was a lovely walk of shame across the whole complex, dripping poo juice. Fantastic! Oh. <laughs> yeah! Oh, Victoria! See... See- Centre parts can have its scummy moments, oh, Ellie. Yes. That really it that can. That really is scummy. That yes. is amazing. <laughs> Fun for the whole family. So this week, um, I was at home with my lovely son, Hugo, and Ellie texts me saying, Helen, Helen, look at this email. Uh, so immediately I went to my laptop, uh, neglecting the fact that I had left a big um, bottle of Robinson squash with no lid on it on the... The bench. So I looked at Ellie's email promptly um, and then turned around to find Hugo sculling it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yummy juice. Undiluted. Um, yeah, undiluted. But he'd also been munching on heaps and heaps of breadsticks and had backwashed all these oh. breadstick pieces back into the Robinson squash. Oh. Um, and being the thrifty mother. <laughs> Don't tell me you sieved it. Yes. Yeah. So I got I got a, a large bowl, I poured the Robinson squash, sieve, sieve the most most of the uh breadstick mush, uh, and then poured it back into the Robinson, the family none the wiser. Oh but man. there were a few little croutons in the squash tonight, I did notice, so some had remained. Mm-mm, That's scum, lovely. scummy. Oh. I blame Ellie though. Yes. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Everyone else does. Uh, Amanda, what's your scummy mummy confession? Uh, yeah, well, I, uh, Alex and I recently 
took Arthur to a wedding in Italy. Very oh, Friends nice. of ours got married in a lovely villa. Toscana. Toscana. Oh, no less. I do On love the same it. weekend that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West were married in Toscana. Oh, oh. wonderful. Oh, yeah. So anyway, it was a lovely, <laughs> lovely wedding. And they'd had this beautiful ceremony out in the garden, really hot. And, you know, afterwards you're kind of milling about and you get offered volivons and, you know, Italian versions of that. And Prosecco was being offered. Being a pregnant woman who loves Prosecco. You just you had know. the one bottle. <laughs> I was like, oh, I really want, you know, I really want this Prosecco. I really want this. But didn't know many people at the wedding, was paranoid about being judged. But I took the the Prosecco, uh, got a bit wobbly, and poured it all over Arthur's head. (laughs) (laughs) You marinated him. (laughs) He had sticky Prosecco juice in his hot little hair. Better than poo juice. Better Better than than poo juice. Oh, I tell you what, can you, um, I know you've already done a confession, can you tell your Blackbird confession? Because it's not really a confession, but it's just such a wonderful story oh, that you shared okay. on Facebook today. I wondered if you would share it with all Okay, so uh, we got home from school and I went inside the house and the kids were playing in the garden and I came out and Matilda was holding a dead bird in her hands. I went, Mummy, mm. I've got a bird! And I instantly just went, ah! And then <laughs> made her wash her hands and I put it in a box. Uh, but then she was really upset and I said, well, perhaps we should have a funeral for it. Um, so we dug a hole and I said, look, this is a funeral. And she was feeling a bit sad. Um, I said, we'll put some flowers on it. And at a funeral, we say some nice words and we sing a song. And then she she looked down at the ground and sang, we wish you were alive. <laughs> we wish you were alive. We wish you were alive and a happy new year. <laughs> I really hope I'm still around when you go because I'm going to make her sing that. <laughs> I just, oh my god! Oh, oh. oh. well, thank you for that sort of. It was like a bonus, isn't it? It's like yeah. extra, an extra feature, an extra feature. <laughs> yeah. Lovely little extra. You can use that for there. all your funerals out there. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they say that at funerals? Why don't they? Princess, <laughs> you're alive. Princess Diana's would have been so much more moving. Uh, get rid of Elton. We'll have Elton singing that. To we wish you were alive. Amazing. Oh, oh dear. dear. Excellent. Great. Well, that's the end of the Scummy Mummies podcast. Thank you very much, Amanda Getrup. And Welcome. hopefully we will see you all at Camp Festival for DJing and hilarity. Yeah. yeah, and if you can't make it to Camp Festival, perhaps because you live in, I don't know, Reading, why don't you come down to the Caversham Festival in Reading? That's where right. we're going to be on the 16th of July. Is that or right? the 14th yeah. of July. Or the 14th. <laughs> One of the one of the days in July, the Sunday in July of the Caversham Festival. That's right, and it's a free festival, and we'll be performing at four o'clock in the afternoon on the Sunday. Yeah, and of course the Camden Fringe. Yes, of course, which is very exciting. Uh, and also we will be announcing some tour dates later as well. So sit tight, and if you want us to come perform uh, in your town, pay us. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's the answer. That's, that's, the, that's the trick. That's the secret. Give us some cash. Yeah, offer us some money and we'll turn up and tell some jokes about our vaginas and uh, we'll all have a lovely time. Yeah, that'd that? be great. <laughs> that's our advert, isn't it? Yeah. That's a whole advert. That's it. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. 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 <laughs> Boom, boom,
Listen, Helen, surname born. Didn't I see you once in a porn? I think you were talking about Boo and we. Oh no, that was tonight. Here with me. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.